You don't want to miss today's episode. We're going to talk about successful traits that individuals who enjoy a high net worth all have in common. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances. That is what we do. That is job number one of Mo Param. <laughs> Mo Param of the firm and a fiduciary firm at that, Cloud Vesters. It is your finances untangled. That's what we talk about on this podcast. Mo, how are you? Dave, I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Good, good. Uh, and how about Thanksgiving? How was that for you? Uh, Thanksgiving was great. You know, it's, it's actually one of my favorite uh hands down holiday you know you get to eat as much as you want right. without feeling without feeling gluttonous <laughs> or, guilty. Uh, <laughs> or guilty uh there's football on every channel yeah um and uh you just get time to with family and really just to give thanks of everything that transpired um that year and everything to, to moving forward so i really do love thanksgiving I'm thankful for everything that the year 2019 brought us. And I know. <laughs> I'm thankful that we're close to the year 2021. You're not the type that uh, d- uh, that pitches a tent at the store for Black Friday. They really aren't doing Black Friday like that this year, are they? No, no. Um, yeah, oh, I- I've started seeing ongoing. it. Ongoing. <laughs> it's, it's really ongoing. Yeah, Black Friday. Uh, some of these stores are having their Black Friday for the whole, uh, for the entire month of November. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I don't think we're going to see anyone... Um, bum rushing Target and throwing elbows to find the the, the next PlayStation Five or uh, <laughs> remember remember years ago there was that Tickle Me Elmo Tickle Me Elmo uh, and the Beanie Babies and, and the all Beanie that. Babies where <laughs> people were just throwing haymakers to grab fighting toys fighting yeah. over it yeah it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> obviously at the time of our recording it is around Thanksgiving and this this podcast drops on the on Black Friday actually oh yeah or what right. used to be Black Friday uh, <laughs> Mo what a I love your your theme here because we're taking a look at people who enjoy a high net worth, as you said, Mm -hmm. and some common traits that they share uh, that we can certainly learn from. And and you've put together several of those and and going to break it down for us. And I think, yeah, this is this is pretty obvious here. The people who enjoy a high net worth or who are really, really comfortable, they (laughs) invest wisely. It's really hard to save, you know, on a consistent basis uh, for wealth. At some point, investments have to be part of your plan. And so what, what we've noticed, and what I've noticed that successful individuals who, who have a high net worth is that they start to invest. You know, the common theme is that they start to invest early and, and invest in the market. And they use a combination of, you know, mutual funds, ETFs, even individual stocks to build a very healthy uh, investment program. And so by that way, uh, any returns that they get in the market compounds over time and they're making their money, they're making their dollars work for them. So, yeah, we've noticed that the high net worth individuals have a consistent investment strategy that that includes uh, investments that they're doing on their own 
as well as taking advantage of their employer, any uh, employer-sponsored plans like a 401k, 403b. Yeah, you know, especially taking advantage of of any matching contributions that their employers offer. You know, when we talk with our clients, uh, we tell them, if you have a 401k, first thing we want to do is make sure that we are at least investing and contributing to the employer match. Because if you're not, then you're just giving away free money. Now, just to narrow down who we're talking about, maybe you could say it's rather broad. We're certainly not, this conversation is not exclusive to those who have their own private jet and and, uh, (laughs) two or three homes on an island somewhere. Uh, We're we're talking about people who are comfortable, who've really, who've played the game right, and they are comfortable in life. And that's where we all want to be. So, (laughs) Yes, exactly. And, And funny thing you say that, Dave, because there really is no magic number you know, when you say like, okay, well, who are these high net high net worth individuals? Is it someone who has a million dollars? Is it someone who has ten million dollars? Is it someone with over a hundred million? You know, the, the, a lot of that is is varies. Definitely, you, you want to consider a high net worth individual, someone with at least a million dollars of assets. Yeah. But you know what we find is really, and this is probably a little more uh, in depth the, for this conversation, but it really becomes down to lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are living paycheck to paycheck or really more, if every single dollar that you that that's coming in is going out and there is no margin, every dollar needs to be used to maintain your lifestyle, then that's not really that a uh, uh, healthy or enjoyable lifestyle um, lifestyle right. because there's no margin. You know, any interruption like, you know, 2020 where you know maybe you get a 10% reduction of your income because of covid or you know worst case scenario you are unemployed you know automatically yeah. that could you know pretty much put your lifestyle to a to a standstill and if there weren't and if there wasn't any margin in your overall plan doesn't matter if you have 10 million no margin means no margin so yeah definitely you definitely want to make sure that no matter what your what your uh income level of is or your asset level is you always want to make sure that there's at least some type of margin where every dollar coming in doesn't have to be used to just to maintain your lifestyle of course yeah that's yeah we all want to be there too you know mm-hmm. when I, I grew up in a small town and there were a few people in the small town who were well off and uh, right. and it seems like those people were notoriously frugal I mean, I'm, I'm trying to avoid the word cheap, but the, the type of people who wash their or their paper towels and hang them out to dry, and, and they really didn't need to be. You're not suggesting that you have to be that way, are you? No, no, not at all. Um, you know, it, it, it's all about being conscious of where your dollars are going. You know, you know, you, you might. Uh, so I grew up in a small town called Brooklyn. I'm not sure if you've heard of it <laughs> yeah, before. I think so. Is it near? <laughs> what's that near? <laughs> yeah, pretty small uh, town. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, you, I'm sure you've heard of, uh, you know, hey, you know, those, those $5 lattes or the $5 coffees, you know, I remember growing up and, you know, we used to go to the, the local bodega and get a you know coffee for, gosh, I don't want to age myself, but like 75 cents yeah. to a dollar. Mm-hmm. And that was the cost of a cup of coffee. You know, this is before 
uh, well, before I was introduced to the Starbucks, uh, the, the caribou coffees, mm-hmm. the Pete's coffees of the world, where now, I mean, a cup of, you know, a cup of black coffee is probably $3 and some change. And so you ask yourself, you know, you know, do you, does it mean that you can't, uh, treat yourself to a cup of coffee that's three, four dollars, five dollars. No, you know, you only live once. But if it's a habit of while well, you're going there once or even twice a day, now you're talking maybe ten dollars a day, fifty dollars a week on just coffee, two hundred dollars a month. And so when you yeah, start to realize right. that, it's just like, wow, okay, <laughs> does it make sense to okay, maybe get your make your brew your own coffee at home <laughs> right. and and save yourself, you know. Uh, $150, even more, probably $175 a month that could be used towards going back to number one, investing wisely um, or, um, you know, paying off debt or just saving it in general. So, yeah, so I'm not saying let's go ahead and start rinsing your, uh, reusing your solo cups, (laughs) but just being very conscious of of where your dollars are going. Well, you know, and and if you want to walk down the street with one of those sippy adult sippy cups with the little thing in the middle to keep your hand from being hot, you can probably go to Costco or somewhere and buy those and brew your own at home. <laughs> now, well-off people, people who are enjoy a high net worth, they obviously know how to play the tax game. Oh my goodness, yes, taxes, taxes is the name of the game. If you if you have a great uh, and I don't want to use the word great, but if you have if you have a tax strategy plan, then some of the best tax planning can enhance your investment strategy or your savings in a tremendous way. And by pl- what I mean by playing the tax game is understanding where your deductions are and any deductions you can you can take advantage of. Understanding, uh, like going back to uh, when I mentioned about investing in your in, or contributing to your employer's uh, sponsored plans. You know, every dollar you put inside your 401k, um, your IRA, your 403b reduces your taxable income by the amount that you contributed, meaning that you're paying less taxes on a given year. Now, you can look at uh, Roth IRAs or Roth accounts, and now you're going to be paying your taxes today. Uh, which historically we're in a very low tax environment. But when you retire and you use those funds for retirement, guess what? All of that's tax-free. So understanding you know, which one makes the best sense for you, but uh, really understanding how taxes can impact that. Uh, if you look at uh, uh, making uh, your mortgage, your home mortgage interest, those can be deducted at a certain level. Uh, taking advantage of your HSA or FSA through your employers, those are health safe, those are health accounts, health savings accounts. Uh, those can lower your 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 uh, uh, your taxable income as well. Are you contributing to any charities? Is there any charitable giving? opportunities that you haven't taken advantage of? Are there any tax loss harvesting, basically taking some of the, uh, offsetting some capital gains with some losses? Um, Are you saving for your college, uh, for your children's college in a tax efficient way? All that being said, you you could see there's a plethora of ways that you can save and invest or just utilize tax strategies to enhance your overall financial position right now. So you have to play the tax game. 
How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning? The convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. We are back. Your finances untangled with Mo Param of CloudVestors. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. And as you just heard, the website to learn more about CloudVestors is CloudVestors.com. We're talking about most put together some common traits that and strategies that are employed mm -hmm. by people who are well off you know as he said enjoy uh, a high net worth and and quite not comfortable basically financially and we're looking at those we're breaking those down you actually mentioned uh, as far as uh, saving for college in a tax efficient manner a moment mm -hmm. ago but uh, these people I think it's safe to say that once their kids are, are educated they're not they themselves or their kids probably aren't burdened with college debt they're, they're doing that. They're, they're, that's part of what I consider legacy planning, you know, for, your, for the next uh, generation, which are your kids, how are you setting them up for success? And we've, we've heard so many stories and we all know about the burden that student loans can have on individuals. I mean, you'd be amazed that some uh, people we speak with on a consistent basis that they're in their you know, late 40s, early 50s are still paying student loans. Um, and especially the more degrees you get, you know, you start you start adding some law school debt, you start adding some medical uh, school debt, and you, know, you could be in the hundreds of thousands of student loans. So parents, uh, we've noticed that the high net worth individuals are saving for their kids and their children's college education and college expenses. They're starting early. You know, the key thing is starting early. And they're using and they're utilizing many different vehicles for that. They're using 529 plans that allows you to um, use these accounts. Uh, some states have tax deductions, so if you put any funds any funds inside these accounts, you can take deductions on your state taxes. But all of the growth inside these 529 plans are tax deferred, meaning you don't pay any taxes as they grow. And as long as you use them for education expenses, then it's a, it's a tax-free, uh, essentially, distribution for yourself and for your children. So that's a, a thing about tax-deferred and tax-free. I mean, again, mm -hmm. going back, taxes is the name of the game. <clears throat> Excuse yep. me, taxes are the name of the game. But, yeah, they're saving for their kids' education. And, uh, you know, some it's, it's a personal decision of whether you want to fully fund um, your kids' education, like 100%, no matter where they go. Do you want to have a limit of, well, I'm just going to fund up to a certain amount. That's fine. You know, it's a personal decision. But if you decide to save, are you saving in a very efficient way? And uh, so just just using these vehicles, not just a 529 plan, but just saving in general uh, for your kids' education can help with uh, saddle, uh, saddling them with all student loans down the road. Yeah, or yourself. You know, or on, yourself. Yeah. yeah, right. On on the subject of, of education, 
We talk about inflation on this podcast. What is the deal with inflation with the cost of education? Why? Do, oh what? Why? <laughs> Just tell so, me. I I can even understand healthcare, not really, but a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but why education? What is what's so different now? You know, education. It's it's crazy. You know, uh, I remember when I went to so I went to NYU, and I remember I think my freshman year. Uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it was about $700 a credit. Uh-huh. Uh, by the time I was a senior, it inflated up to about $1,100 a credit. That, I don't get it. Uh, so that's, that's, that's insane. Um, you know, you could think about it as, you know, well, you know, the greater, the better, the sc- I don't use the word better, but maybe schools are trying to attract um, more professors or better professors, so they're they're using that to uh, to uh, attract them. Wasn't Albert uh, Einstein a professor? He was. I, I mean, do you get any better than Albert Einstein? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Yeah, I just don't yeah. get it. I but- don't get it. But the good news is, uh, recently we we have seen a trend that the the, the cost of education has started going down. Uh, over the last few years, okay. uh, it has gone down, but still, it is it is at a is it at an alarming rate where, you know, the cost of education. I mean, you could be looking at even for an in-state uh, school, you could you know, eighteen years from now, if the rates uh, and the trajectory stays the way it is right now, you could be looking at almost two hundred thousand dollars. That's insane. It's it, it's, it's like insane. You, know, you almost need college insurance, like you need health insurance, because it's <laughs> it's beyond the means of the normal person. Even some of these comfortable people we're talking right. about. <laughs> we, yeah, and, and then hopefully you're you're, you're studying something where. Uh, or you're in a field you where back. you can pay it back. You know, imagine going. Yes, to I'm majoring 200. in philosophy. Well, yeah, you're going to have debt for a lot. No, I don't. <laughs> well, um, so well, no, you're going to be teaching. No offense to the, to no the philosophy, offense uh, to philosophy majors, not at all. I listen. I'm I, I love philosophy. I, I mean, it's great, and we have to have that. We do. Yeah. We everybody can't be a healthcare professional or or, I think, or a plumber. I think therefore, I am. That was my favorite line. <laughs> Me too. I like that one. All right, we're looking. <laughs> at the traits of uh, successful traits of the well-off of the or at least those who enjoy a pretty high net worth uh mm-hmm. speaking of debt they have their debt under control overall oh my gosh yes you, you have to have it you have to have your debt under control you know we like to have our clients when they when they walk into retirement to be as debt free as possible and most of the time that means their mortgage you know uh obviously you want to have we're going back to student loans by the time you retire you want to make sure that you have your student loans paid off right um but mortgage is used tends to be like your biggest nugget uh we like to make sure that we have that paid off but in having your debt under control you know i i you know, there's there's people that say there's some there's forms of good debt, quote unquote good debt. I'm not too much of a fan of that idea behind it. Um, you know, some businesses do get into debt to 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 enhance their business, but your typical individual, I don't really see much advantage of of keeping debt on 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 hand. You know, it's almost a waste of money because you're paying interest to companies. You're paying to the visas, to the Mastercards, to Ooh. the department stores, yeah. to to the car, to the bank, you know, it's it's not going in your pocket. And if you can have a good strategy to um, not get into debt, 
But if you are in debt, you find yourself in debt, then, you know, really be dedicated to doing what it takes to reduce and eliminate your debt. Kind of going back to what you were mentioning before about the frugal uh, or the cheap. Now it's to the, to the, those who are cheap, you know, it's at this point now it's, it's, it's all about being efficient, right? The dollars that are going in, have a plan to reduce and eliminate your debt as soon as possible. And it's going to, it's going to, it may be uncomfortable, which is fine, um, because if you if you understand what the what the the light at the end of the tunnel looks like, uh, being debt free. I mean, there is nothing uh, uh, more freeing than being debt free. Oh my man, opinion. I know. I'm I'm working towards it. And you know, yeah. if you have the credit card for the points, just pay it off every month. And just that way, you're not sat, yeah you know, paying that interest, right? That high you know, uh, Tony Soprano interest rate. <laughs> the well-off have emergency funds. They know the need to have that. You've got to have it. You've got to have an emergency. If the funds are there, uh, kind of like that, uh, that ax or that fire hydrant you see at, uh, at, uh, your, your, those commercial real estate, uh, buildings where break glass in case of an emergency. <laughs> well, that's what the, that's what the emergency fund yeah. is there for. To, to 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 use it and utilize it in case an emergency happens and emergencies happen all the time you know uh, it can be something where it is a uh, repair you have to do with your car or you know my sister was telling me the other day that uh, there were some there were some uh, bad storms she's in Raleigh there were some bad storms uh, that hit Raleigh recently mm-hmm. and her roof <laughs> was completely impacted by all the hail and um uh damage that was uh all the hail that hit her roof and the damage that that was done that you know this is a, almost a brand new house but she had to get her roof basically repaired now luckily she had insurance to take uh-huh. care of that but again emergencies happen they do uh, medical emergencies uh covid happens and all of a sudden you're taking a uh again you may be unemployed or have to be furloughed or you know, um, seeing reduction of hours, you know, these things happen and you want to be sure that you have some type of um, access to cash. I'm not talking about investing. You know, you, you, we don't want your emergency funds to be in the market. We want your inver- emergency funds to be liquid, available to you at the drop of a dime in case anything happens. So, you know, I look at, you know, if you're single, uh, having three, at least three months of your expenses uh, in cash, uh, married, you want to have at least six months. Now, you can twist my arm and, and say, you know, I have a client uh, when I started working with her, she wanted to have a year of her gross income in savings. You're thinking that's it's, getting in the territory of too much? You know, it's it was a little much for me, but, you know, it one, I, I like the fact that she wanted to save, so I complimented her on that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we do financial plans for our clients, it's personal. It's It's your plan. And um, that's what made her feel comfortable was having a year's worth of her gross income saved. Now, this was nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Since then, you know, we've, uh, you know, we've, we've positioned and moved some of her funds. Um, so she's not needing to have, she doesn't need to have that much and doesn't want to have that much of cash right. on the sidelines. But at that point, that was what she was comfortable with. Right. But at the end of the day, you want to have an emergency fund. Like I said, three months to at least three to six months of your expenses um, saved in cash. 
uh, whether that is uh, you know a checking account. I like high interest savings accounts uh, because you're able to you know while your while your funds are sitting on the side, at least you can get a higher uh, uh, interest rate on them. But you want it to be convertible into cash, meaning that that you know you can have the money in your account in the next twenty four to forty eight hours in your in your account, but it's not invested. It's literally sitting in cash. It's safe. It's in, it's yeah, safe. One hundred percent safe. And some of the money does need to be. And in, in mm-hmm. looking at, we can't have a conversation about looking at the traits of uh, people who enjoy a high net worth without mentioning that they are wise enough to have a professional at their side helping them with their planning a financial professional they they all have someone or some or a team that they rely on for guidance and help uh, that's 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 what is what's what i've seen to be the trend uh, understanding that we all have talents we all have gifts um, and it may not be in finance, uh, and sometimes when you're when you're when you're taking control of, and doing your own finances, it's personal to you. So you don't even see the blind spots. You don't see the things that you're not doing. You justify things that you're that you are doing, like getting into debt, saying, "Well, it's for a good purpose." Uh, so when you have that third party, when you have that other um, uh, team that's keeping you accountable, that uh, you're hiring to 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 be your advisor, to give you guidance, to give you counsel, that tends to, to elevate and impact your overall success when it comes to financial uh, uh, freedom. So yeah, so they, they all have a planner uh, and that's what we're here for. You know, we, we work with our clients uh, to keep them accountable. It's kind of like, uh, you know, your finance, not financial plan, so your, your fitness, uh, what do you call it? Personal sure. trainers. Yeah, right, you know, exactly. I, I work out, I, I work out pretty often, but do I push myself on a four to five day um, schedule? No, you know. I, you need accountability. It, it, you need accountability to do that extra set, to do that extra rep, to maybe increase the weight by five pounds or 10 pounds, to try new things, uh, to not get comfortable. And that's what, you know, the power and the impact of a, of a uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, a personal trainer does. Same thing with a financial planner. You know, gives shows you the blind spot, shows you the things that you're not doing, um, ask you questions that you don't even know the, that you even should be asking. And so, w- with us here at Cloudvestors and NASA Management Group, that's what, that's what we do with our clients. You know, we 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 lay it all out. They so they tell us our goals, they tell us their goals, and we align strategies to make sure that they're achieving them. You know, we mentioned Einstein earlier, and here's another reason, too, because everyone has their own talents and areas of expertise, and Einstein obviously was a genius. But uh, I heard that sometimes he would wear two different shoes, you know, at a time. He probably needed a financial advisor, you know? (laughs) I'm thinking, because that wasn't his area. It wasn't his area, yeah. Quantum physics and all that. But um, now, the other thing, too, I always wondered this. If Albert Einstein ever did something stupid, do you think somebody said, oh, great job, Einstein, <laughs> to him? <laughs> to him, right? Right. I, it, I, it, no, I guess not. Like, he probably had a master plan behind that. Yeah. Let's just they give him a benefit of doubt. Let's I will. see if will. this works. He, yeah. was, he, was, he was pretty smart. He was pretty smart. You're, you're smart, too, Mo, and you are you. the financial professional. And thank you for sharing these with us because we all want to be comfortable. Yeah, you want to you want to be comfortable. You want to enjoy life, uh, and 
um, having a good rat, uh, understanding of your finances uh, just makes life just much more comfortable. And uh, so, yeah. So thanks, Dave, for the compliment. And as always, for all the listeners, thank you for listening. Share, rate, like us. Um, you can catch us on Amazon, uh, iTunes, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. But uh, yeah, thank you for uh, always joining me on this ride, uh, Dave. And yeah, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, can't believe the end of the year is coming up. And, uh, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. It sure is. Looking and then guess what? 2021 is around Yay! the corner. Yay! <laughs> Looking forward to it. And Looking actually, forward to it. more great conversations we're going to have in, in the year 2021 here. And be sure to subscribe, too. That's the easiest way. And then you got it. You've got this podcast. Great information from Mo. And check us out for future podcasts. And thank you for listening to Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances is untangled are available on apple podcast or wherever you download your podcasts information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed neither mo param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed always consult with a qualified investment legal or tax professional before taking any action